0: This is the Peaks Audio Experience. So, Lynn. Hang on, but
1: <laughs> so, Mike. There was
0: a of my eyes were closed. Sorry.
1: So, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, a question for you. Mm-hmm. If someone said, What is your number one piece of advice going through a transition from not being well to being well, what would be their number one? A bit of advice, or the, all the, I guess all the guidelines, or the keys, or the strategies. If you said pull out the first, the number one that you coach people or advise people, where would that? What would that be? And
1: well, first of all, l- let me clarify. So oh, just, really? When you say from not being well to being well, but what do you mean? Get a bit more specific.
0: No. <laughs> um, no. What I mean is, we have a lot of people who we meet and chat to and we work with, who. Weren't or aren't in, a, in, a, in the way they want to be. They're not mm. performing the way they want to be. They're not feeling, looking. They're not living the life they want to live. Mm. And then they go through a process. They decide, right, now it's time to get well. So I need to get advice. And so I know you spend a lot of time coaching and guiding people. So in your chats with people, if they said, what is the number one piece of advice to help me get through this transition from the lifestyle I lead now mm. to the lifestyle I want to lead and the way I want to feel and look? Your number one piece of advice.
1: Mm. Is that a better question? Much better. Very much. Much better. Do you know, I think that the hardest thing is is to give one piece of advice because there's obviously so many. Mm. Um, and you know, I guess one of the things that we do try to do is we do try to keep things simple because if you give too much advice, it does get it does get cluttered. It does. Lots and of noise out there, isn't there? There is a lot of noise out there, and I guess that is probably the essence of what I'm about to say because. I think the top piece of advice is trust in the process.
0: Interesting. Okay. Because people don't.
1: Well, I think what happens is, and it relates back to what you just said, there's a lot of noise out there. So mm. people set out on a journey to better performance, better health, better fitness, better wellness, lose weight, whatever their journey is. And they've, they've set themselves, you know, perhaps a goal or, you know, they've got, they've got the end in sight and they're on their way but and maybe they're working with somebody so they've or they've they've researched or they've got an online app or they've followed an online course whatever it is they've started and they're on this journey but along the way they they're listening to all of the noise right? right because I think people have this tendency to um to worry that they haven't they haven't chosen the right process, they haven't chosen the right person to work with, they haven't chosen the right online course, they haven't chosen the right app. There are other options out there. Their friend did something different. Somebody else got a result with that coach and not that coach. So that you know they're getting bombarded for want of a better word. And we see, you know, the internet is an amazing, amazing thing, but it also means that we are sitting with trillions of pieces of information mm. at our fingertips. And so you go into Google and you you know, you, you Google what you're looking for, the ketogenic lifestyle, for example, and you'll get pages and pages and pages yes. of information and it's overwhelming. Yes. So I think all of that noise is yeah. just coming in and so people they want to listen to it and they and they might sort of start to, to deviate or they might doubt or they may, they may choose, you know, to to go and do something different before they've really got the results. Mm. And what what I
0: find also, it's not, even, it's not even people going out and looking for information. If you take Facebook example, if you join one of the 20,000 different groups on Facebook mm. that might be to do with keto or wellness or breathing or exercise, every day in your feed, there'll be comments and suggestions and ideas and hacks and new ways to do things. So you don't even have to be going out there and doubting the process and trying to research, am I doing the right thing? You will open Facebook or you'll get messages from people saying, "Hey I tried this this is a much better way to do that give it a try yeah. and you are proactively bombarded with people 's ideas and advice
1: yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely right and it's <clears throat> like you said it's not it's not anything other than there is a lot of information out there and I guess you know if you go back twenty years and it sounds really old fashioned to say at twenty thirty years when you know there was very little information around, mm-hmm. and so that you had tr- what we would call trusted advisors. Yes, absolutely. You know, and you'd have people who you know, if you were going to work with a wellness coach or a dietitian or an exercise physiologist, or you know, just go to your local um, gym and do some classes. You knew that the person who was working with you had a certain level of qualification, they had a certain amount of experience, mm-hmm. and you trusted them. And they were called trusted advisors for that reason.
0: I remember being one.
1: Exactly and right. I remember
0: with my clients, we'd, you know, we had clients who came in and wanted a, a wellness program, an exercise program. We'd do them a program and then we'd give them handouts no, <laughs> see? on that stuff called paper. Wow. So they didn't go home to the see. internet. Now you sound old. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't give them links and we didn't send them emails. They literally came and in their welcome pack and in their uh, welcome to a new program was a handout on hydration or a handout on stretching. And so that's, so I was their trusted advisor. I was their single source of information mm. and the only information they received was from their trusted advisor via a document. So they didn't go mm. home and research and get them bombarded by. Uh, exactly right. So yeah. they,
1: they got their program. That's said mm. They came to you for a program. They yep. got their program. And they'd pretty much follow it religiously. Absolutely. And, and they come and talk to you about it. they say, well, actually, I'm finding that this particular exercise is quite difficult. Yes. Um, or I'm finding this one really easy. And you'd modify the program. You'd tweak it for them. So you'd have that two-way advice going, and you'd, you'd be working with them continuously. Mm. Now what tends to happen is people would start on that journey. They get the program. Then they go and talk to their friends. They Google whatever they can. And they find, oh, well, actually, there's different exercises. Now... At that point, they probably don't come back to you anymore. Mm. They go off and they do their own thing because they think, "Ah, oh, well, Google knows <laughs> better than Mike." Doctor <laughs> Google, Doctor Google is much better than Mike. Yes. So um, and I can see all this information out there. I'm going to yeah. modify my program, and I'm going to do this, and then they don't get the results they're expecting, and that's because some of the information on Google is good, mm. um, some of it's bad, some of it's you know. Bizarre, quite frankly, but people don't know what to trust because yes. you no longer have the single source of information, as you yes. said, the trusted advisor. You've got a whole plethora of information, mm. so I think you know people really need to learn to trust in the process. So mm. when you've when you've chosen where you're going yes. and you're you know you've got that end in sight. So this is Lynn's first step. Lynn's first step is you've embarked on a journey.
0: <coughs> so choose. Yeah, choose Choose where you want to go. Choose your goal. Be very clear on that.
1: Be very clear. Because you can't, you can't
0: have a process without an end point, can you?
1: Well, we would. You've got to have a
0: goal or something you're working towards.
1: We would say, we would say, you're going to get the best results if you've got a goal in mind. Yes. And sure, you can follow a process, but where are you trying to get to? It's like Mm. setting out. It's like going out in the car. Yes. A good analogy is, I get in my car and I just think I'm just going to have a drive, Mm. and that's fine. I can quite happily. Just go for a drive, but I'm not necessarily going to get to a destination because I'm simply driving for the sake of it. So you can follow a process for the sake of it, yes. Or you can have a goal in sight, and and really what we're talking about here is those people who have a goal in sight. Yes. So that excuse me, their goal might be, um, you know, I'm an elite athlete and I want to improve my 100 meter running time. Okay. Um, I might be trying to lose weight. And I'm going to follow the ketogenic lifestyle as my primary means of weight loss. <laughs> I need more energy. Um, and so you might say, well, how do I quantify energy? Well, I'd like to have energy to get through the day without drinking caffeinated coffee. Right. So defining what your end point yeah. is, you know, and really you know, being quite specific and really mapping that out.
0: And I'd suggest that, sorry, that exercise, that process of defining that goal, also helps clarify in your mind what your goals are because you're probably going to set some long-term goals i want to lose 10 kilos in 12 months mm. but then you're probably going to have some short-term goals so you can actually that but going through that process of actually being really clear mm. on what your goals are that's got to be a benefit it's going mm. to be a healthy way of making sure you are setting the right goals for the right reasons with the right time frame and all those things that we need to that's ensure
1: it. i think you know We've probably all seen the success stories out on Facebook and on the internet of people people who are following the ketogenic lifestyle now. And, you know, if you Google... Google success stories, you'll find thousands, which is amazing because it just reinforces how powerful this lifestyle is. Yes, And what, if you read some of those posts and you, you know, you read our feedback from people that we work with, they'll typically say, you know, I started on day day one and I had a one year goal and my one year goal was to lose say a hundred pounds and, um, you know, I wanted to to see maybe two or three pounds in the first month. I wanted to see maybe you know forty or fifty pounds in the first six months, and then I was looking for that hundred pounds over the course of a year. Yes. So they've got that long term goal in sight, and a year is a reasonably you know long term, but they're breaking it down so that they can have a measure of success. Because if I say I'm losing, I want to lose hundred pounds in a year it's a long time to wait Absolutely. to celebrate the success. Yes, yes. you've
0: got to have that, the, the, the low-hanging fruit, the short-term goals that give mm. you that gratification and the motivation to continue on. So yeah. we've, we've defined the goal and we've started making a plan. So That's right. So we've,
1: we've defined a goal. So let's you know, let's take one of these. Let's take the weight loss um, yes. because it's an easy example and lots of people are, are basically trying to lose weight. So we've set the goal. We've set the long-term goal. We've set perhaps a, a one-week or one-month goal maybe a six month goal and we've then worked out well what are we going to do so we thought about how are we going to lose weight and perhaps we've picked ketogenic lifestyle because we've seen that it's got a lot of success so in terms of the top diets and the top lifestyles top eating yep. programs then we know that keto has got a lot of success so it's, it seems like a good process to follow yes so we've picked the process and we've said okay so we're going to follow the ketogenic lifestyle we're going to do that for the next year But we'll do it for 30 days initially to see what happens and to see if it works for me. Because not everything works for everybody. Yes. So we'll do it for 30 days. And we then, you know, formulated an eating plan. And we might have somebody that we're working with. So it could be, you know, an online coach, like people work with us. It could be perhaps uh, an online program. It could be an app that you're following. Some way of tracking your results. So you've you've worked out, that's my goal, how much I'm going to lose You've worked out what path you're gonna follow, what process, can yes. your lifestyle. you've got yourself some tools to help you track your progress along yeah. the way, so the apps or the coaches, and then you set out. You execute. You start. You start. Trust, trust well. in the
0: process. You start.
1: So now trust yeah. in the process. Now you might refine it. Yes, absolutely. You know, you might tweak it around the edges, but essentially if you've picked somebody to work with, keep mm. working with them if you've got a program that you're following like an eating plan you know a diet plan follow it don't deviate from it mm. don't after day five think yeah. well i haven't got any results yet yeah and we see so that all the time don't we ditch that and get yeah. another one i've
0: been on this you know diet keto whatever it might be for five days mm. and i've only lost you know a pound or half a kilo or, and it's like well, of course it's 5 days you know trust in the process mm. give it time and then execute and keep going and i presume then it's obviously it's important to do everything possible to minimize those distractions or minimize any way you could be impacted from following the process because that's there's a risk
1: that's right so i mean i think you know you're still you're still going to do your research if that's if that's the sort of person you are yes But try and limit how much you're out there, you know, researching and Googling and Mm. and quest for knowledge. Because in that first 5, 7, 30, 60 days, there's probably lots of things going on in your body that are changing. Mm. And you're on a journey. So what you've got to trust is that you're on a journey. Things will change day by day. And what you don't want to do is get so stressed that you're getting deeper and deeper into the research and you know forgetting to sort of step back and look at the overall results because sometimes it's the overall results that matter but I think as well it's this it's the fact that it's the it is the long game yes and we say it time and time again but it's very true you know it is the long game and the problem is a lot of people start out on these journeys and um, you know I get sick of saying to people this is not an overnight you're not going to get results overnight whether it's exercise whether it's energy levels whether it's better sleep whether it is your you know your food your diet your lifestyle you're not going to get an overnight result you might see overnight successes you might see improvements but you are on a long-term journey so give yourself time and space give yourself 30 60 days six months a year and allow the process to play out and especially I think when you're working with a coach know that they've got these results with other people know that they can get results with you Trust them and follow their advice, because if you don't, you're not really giving them a fair chance True. to get results. And because it's a long journey, as I said, you've sometimes got to forget some of the minor details and allow it to play out. And then every month, check in with yourself yeah. and just see the progress. And I'll, I guess I'll give an example. A lot of people say to me, yeah, but it's easy for you, Lynne. It's easy for you, look at you, you look well, you look healthy, you're slim, you exercise, and you've pretty much always eaten healthy and and, and exercised. You're lucky. And you're lucky. Um, And to an extent that's true, but what you don't see from the outside is some of the things that go on inside. Oh, I see them. Oh really? I have to work with you. I, <laughs> I see them. I've seen do. the other side of your I personality. you don't think you do. We're not talking about personality. <laughs> yeah, <Okay, here. laughs> I digress. But if we talk about, you know, for example, when I started out on my journey way back, um, you know, I was on paleo initially. Yes. So I did paleo, but I had a lot of gut problems. So a lot of gut problems. I was. I had IBS type symptoms. I was diagnosed with um, celiac, even though eventually it turned out I didn't have celiac disease. Extreme gluten intolerance, dairy intolerance, just a huge number of intolerances. And I was very limited in what I could eat. I had lots of bloating problems, lots of constipation, diarrhoea, all sorts of issues going on. Um, Skin rashes, um, my skin would break out, um, allergy, other allergy symptoms. And that's all going on inside. And when I started my journey, you know, I I was paleo initially, I went keto, I saw improvements, some massive improvements when I went keto, but it probably took another year until really my gut recovered. So even though I was starting to feel better, it was another year until I actually sat down and thought wow, how much better my gut is now, how much better my tummy is, my mm. digestion, how much better my skin looks, Yes. how much more energy I've got. Um, yes, I could see improvements along the way, but they were so gradual. You can't really measure them. It took a year for that to play out. And then even then, it probably took another six months for me to find and pinpoint those foods that I didn't really react well to. Yes. Once I got my gut in, good, you know, in really good health, I was then able to actually pinpoint foods and I would eat something, and it would react. I say, aha, I'm that one, that's my problem. Yeah. So I would say, for my, you know, my personal journey, it was two to three years. It's a lot of trust. We talk about trust in the process. A it's a lot time.
0: of lot of time to trust that it will improve. That's right. And as you say, you know, it, on outwardly, people think it's fairly easy, but you had to trust mm. and continue on with it without a change. That's it. Um, to get the results you want, and I find a lot of times it's um, some of the worst, um, some of the worst people to listen to are some of the closest people to you. Because we all tend to reach out to our friends and cl- people who are close to us and say, I'm on a diet, you know, I'm struggling with it, what, what do you think? Mm. Or I want your opinion. And people want to help mm. and so they give their own opinion, or maybe you should stop it, or maybe you should change, or maybe you should give it a rest for two weeks, or maybe. And everyone means well because mm. it's a friend or a family member, but the advice they're giving mm. is possibly the wrong advice or just creates that that blur and confusion. So one of the tips you know i have personally is minimize the circle of people Mm -hmm. that you ask for their opinion and their input Mm. because you are trusting in a process and you're probably trusting in a person and some guidance so trust in them you probably don't need input from your circle of friends because you're trusting in a process and try and minimize that input otherwise you will be Mm. influenced and you may be derailed
1: and i think yeah i think people have a lot of Mm self-doubt so when they start off on a journey especially something as radical yeah. as the ketogenic lifestyle is for many people and we're talking about the ketogenic lifestyle because it's an easy one to pick Absolutely, and it is a radical change out of everything that we do mm. it's probably the most radical to go from a carbohydrate eater to a fat eater it's a shift it's a yes. huge shift So many people will be naysayers. They'll say to you, it's not healthy. You shouldn't do it. You'll get high cholesterol. You get heart disease. Um, You know, there's lots of studies out there that say, don't do it. It's what people will say. Absolutely. Don't believe them. Don't listen to them. Just, yeah, they've got their opinion. Believe in yourself. You deserve it. It is okay. You've done your research. You've chosen your path, your process. You've chosen your advisor and your coach. Trust them and give it a chance because at the end of the day, 30 or 60 days, which is what you'll probably need to get some results, it's not that long in your overall lifetime. So if you're 50, you might live another 50 years, we're talking about two months. So trust the process, see it through and remember it's a long game.
0: Thank you, some excellent advice. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience.
1: Make sure you've subscribed and please share
0: the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends. It's awesome, it's amazing
1: and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks day. (laughs)